The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yeah. We still don't know the whole story. Oh, we do. This is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 232. All right. Well, yeah. well, well, it appears uh, Empire actor and musician <laughs> oh, yeah. Jussie Smollett uh-huh. is a liar. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. I knew Allegedly. it. Allegedly. I knew this was bull. Yeah. Oh, now, how could you possibly know that? Well, Perhaps come on. Because you're bigoted. Oh, you get out from the get go before you hear no. all the facts. You see, you prejudge this. Oh, look at it. It's entirety. Oh, my God. You bought this story hook, line, and sinker. That's not You went true. on and on and on about how no. this tells you what America is it right does. here, right now. That's what you said. In yeah, course, it's, blame it's, it all on who? Who? Well, yeah, drunk. right. Drunk. Yeah. Oh, damn. You should be because ashamed of yourself. You and MSNBC and CNN, all that crap. You oh all should be ashamed, but you don't know the meaning of the word. Oh, that's enough out of you. No, it ain't. You just have no grounds. Yeah, no I do. Whatsoever. You got the Chicago PD. That's my grounds. Oh, get out. What? It's get, that is just a bunch of baloney. No, it is not. I mean, Trump has created this environment where so many racist people think it's perfectly acceptable to be racist oh, God and, damn. And, and insensitive and intolerant of people that just don't look like them or at least are different from them, and that's no, that's what out. Trump has brought back to this country, no. and it's just dreadful, and he should just resign. Hell no. Or be impeached. No. Either one, I'll take it. Except Lefty, what? the story wasn't true. Exactly, no, talking, I knew it from the get-go. You see? You see? You knew it from the get-go? How could you possibly know that? Because Come on, the story was ridiculous. Bigoted. No. That's what it, that's what that speaks volumes of. No, no. Come on. You're going to tell me yes. that... Yes. Chicago is MAGA country. Well, get out. Get out. Yeah, that was one of the problems right off uh, the bat when this whole thing broke. And, um, boy, I tell you, that that really stuck out. uh, The idea that there's uh, rednecks uh, walking in a predominantly black neighborhood. Exactly. uh, uh, Calling uh, a black man, uh, uh, you know, uh, epithets and uh, uh, beating him and and putting a noose around his head and telling him that this is mega country. Yeah. Boy, it really stretched uh, credulity, but it appears... Oh, uh, he set the whole thing up. Well, and, we don't know uh, that for sure. I, I want, even though he's in the entertainment industry and he's an actor, uh, he's not the guy you would pick to cast anyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. You pick two muscle-bound Nigerian <laughs> brothers to play the role of Trump-supporting rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> I, just I just don't think that works. It's, right it's, off the bat, funny. one of the problems for it is it appears he did want this uh, altercation to be on the security now, cameras. Who would want, he just didn't understand uh, well, that he was in the wrong position. Yeah. The Dumbass. Camera, so it didn't see the actual oh, he's so stupid. Uh, supposed attack. Crazy and stupid. Uh, but, uh, of course, uh, the noose, which he uh, kept wearing like uh-huh. a tie, and uh, the bleach and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, so... Uh, he was able to uh, report this and say, oh, no, this terrible thing happened. N- now, motives for this 
Uh, yeah, who knows? On, Some people are saying why he, he was on his way that? out of the show. Oh, please. You don't know. And that. all that sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, right. But it seems uh, he has a pattern of this sort of thing. What? Perhaps he, the, the, he he had received a threatening letter before oh, all this happened, on. and now they're looking into, uh-huh. well, that wasn't real either, which what? is a mail fraud. And oh, can make no, the come cry. No, but no. In this world we live in today, yeah, Trump's uh, America. Where being a victim is the pinnacle what? that anyone can reach. Um, yeah, it, it could just be obsessive amongst people on the left oh, to, stop. to go to this links because uh, there's just been a series of hate crime hoaxes. Like what? Meanwhile, oh, real on. hate crimes do take place. That's, That's why you right, shouldn't let like this damage the scenario. It's, it's just that well, yeah, when the scenario but, doesn't it, fit the preferred narrative of news media, uh-huh. it doesn't get reported. There Bingo. was a Jewish man who was brutally attacked and when you see the video, uh-oh, what's wrong with this picture of the what? attackers? are not white so that's not a preferred narrative there so sorry guy sorry buddy but uh too bad you got beat but we're not going to talk about it because again doesn't suit the preferred narrative yeah so this is the kind of thing of a culture where victimization is the ultimate achievement (laughs) oh no Uh, no, could produce this type of thing with people who Apparently got some issues going on. Oh, uh, here we go. Beyond just uh, politics. So, oh, boy. Uh, and people with issues can't handle things like politics. Uh, yeah. You know, it, like it, somebody it, else people, I know. You, you win an election, you oh, lose an election. God. It happens in life. Uh, and you move on to the next one. But for people who have uh, got serious problems, like just about everybody in news media and Hollywood. Oh, no, stop that. <laughs> you, no. you have a hard time dealing with it. Yep. And, uh, and, so, and, and on occasion, it can push you into strange stunts, like what Smollett apparently did. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That's just too bad, isn't it? Yeah. No, sure you is. know what? Uh, again, Trump oh, has God, created here we go. such a stressful environment oh. for people who feel endangered and threatened. God and damn. that's what pushes them over the edge. And so, in the end, you gotta blame Trump. No, God. Would you listen to yourself? I will, but I radio misfits oh, puts God. the show on. It just, what? That's insane. No, when you're, you're wrong, insane. you're still saying you're right. That's completely nuts. No, you're nuts. There, there, that's that. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, come whoa, on. Whoa. I mean, Burn I mean, me. Just come on. And there are people who are racist and all of it. And to deny that is just shameful. Man, you're always man. good at beating the straw man there, Lefty. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all good for her. This is a Nelson News oh, bullet. What is this? Come on. Bullets fly over oh, Rudgy. Oh, my God. Hello. I'm Mr. Nelson. Yeah, I know. And it reached Florida, man. Fired two shots after oh, discovering yeah, his wife performing a sex act. On a male friend of the couple's while the pair were in a backyard hot tub. According to an arrest affidavit, Robert Haken, 64, had been enjoying a soak last month with his wife, Kristen, 38, and Ted Vest before the shooting erupted at the Haken's home in Stewart. Kristen Haken's told police that the trio was in the spa when Robert went inside the residence to go to sleep. With her husband inside their home, Kristen stated that her and Ted became romantic. While in the hot tub. At some point, Robert appeared on the back patio and spotted the explicit hot tub action, yelling that he would uh, 
effing kill you. Oh Robert re-entered the residence and returned to the patio with a gun in his hand. He later told police that his spouse was blowing vest and he became <laughs> enraged over it. As West scrambled to gather up his clothes and flee, Robert squeezed <laughs> off two shots to scare his wife and vest. Oh, the bullets were fired toward the south of the property, where there were no other residences. Kristen Hankins told police that her husband punched her twice in the head oh, while the incident was ongoing. Cops recovered two spent shell casings from the back patio and seized a handgun oh. from a dresser inside the home's master bedroom. Uh, Hankins was arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, a felony, and misdemeanor battery. He has pleaded not guilty to the charges pleaded. and is free on $11,000 bond. A judge has ordered him to have no contact with his spouse and has barred him from the pair's residence. Oh, that's Best was not injured during the incident. He told police that he heard several loud pops while running away from the residence. Ooh. Well, I'm pretty sure everyone involved wishes that hot tub was a time machine. Oh, come on, that's inappropriate. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. <laughs> well, so we'll turn to our panel here. Uh, boy, well, what do you think about that? I mean, uh, I guess I should have had that ready to go for a Valentine's Day special. Oh, but no. That came and went, but oh, boy, I tell you. Uh, I think Red called it there. You, yep. He shouldn't have taken a little nap uh, while they're all in the hot tub, you know. Well, and uh, yeah, but you know, one thing leads to another, and all oh, that bubbling yeah. water. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, but the real uh, the danger here was the God. God's oh, God, never the answer, and it should never have been a part of this whole, uh, d d well, uh, d disturbing and terrible uh, ordeal. Yeah. And you know, it's obvious that once again. As I said in the previous discussion, Trump's America, oh, this terrible no, horrible acts can just erupt in a moment's notice. It's very frightening. All, all day, everything <laughs> is Trump. Good Lord. Well, president, you never like do nothing no, no. but Trump. Well, says the man wearing that stupid red hat. I wear his hat with pride. Good. You, you need to stop it, Randy. No. it is, you know. The new white hood. Oh, God damn it, you piece of shit. God damn it, I'm so sick of that crap. What did we just go through? <laughs> you keep looking for these horrible races that are going <laughs> to just suddenly rise up and start slaughtering everybody, and you can't find them. God damn, Smollett I'm had to outsource to Nigeria to get someone to hoax his hate crime. Oh, I mean, God, no, that's Come on, man. Right. Come on. That's God, right. man, you really digging that hole all the way to China. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I, I just yeah. Look, uh -huh. this narrative is important. No oh good. And even if it somehow turns out that this is possibly some sort of hoax, perhaps in a, in a moment of stressful. Uh, oh come on! Uh, Give psychosis pushed this poor suffering no, marginalized no. human being boo, to such an act out of fear of what boo, this administration boo. represents. It, it's still the yeah. narrative is so important uh, in how much food okay. you people on the right bring what? to those of us who are constantly triggered by your insensitive hate and it's oh. just wrong it's so wrong I hate it once again, the left's answer to hatred is hatred. Oh, oh well, there's got to be something else going on. No, huh? we're, no you're not getting 
out that easily. Damn it, that was uncalled for. It's rude. Oh, my God. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Minnesota man goes native in Florida and gets naked at St. Petersburg Hotel. (laughs) Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A Minnesota man vacationing in Florida took off all his clothes and began masturbating while relaxing in a chase on the roof deck of his St. Petersburg Hotel. Jason Teets. 48 was busted on lewd and lascivious expedition in connection with his nude hijinks at the Waterfront Hotel, Samara. According to an arrest affidavit, a female worker told cops she spotted the naked teats exit the hotel (laughs) elevator around 2 p.m. He then proceeded to masturbate while sitting in a chair on the rooftop. The shot! Employee summoned a male manager upon seeing the naked yep. man. She needed a manager. The manager subsequently no. confronted Teats, telling him that he could not be naked in public and he couldn't masturbate in front of people. Well, Teats was stood up and accompanied by the manager walked down the stairs. When Teats reached the fourth floor, he darted into his room and locked the door. Uh-huh. Teats was later arrested when sheriff's deputies arrived at the hotel. He was booked into the county jail, and later released on bond. The arrest was Teat's third in recent weeks. He was busted in January for trespassing after allegedly refusing to leave a bar in the Beachcomber Beach Resort and Hotel in St. Petersburg. Uh On December 15th, Teats was arrested at a Ramada Inn in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, after allegedly exposing himself and masturbating in front of Children oh, no. at the hotel. Teach was charged with indecent exposure and disorderly conduct. Teach, who lives in a Minneapolis suburb, is a hunting enthusiast whose Facebook page contains photos of various animals uh-huh, he has yeah. killed. Hmm. The construction workers' tattoos include ink of the American flag, a bald eagle, and the year 1776. There you go. So I Another Trump guess supporter. he got bored with his other hobbies. Shut that up right this now. has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Yeah, well, so, uh, yeah, that Minnesota man did go native in Florida. Oh, yeah, <laughs> come on. Strange well, things do happen in Florida. Yeah, but he was from Minnesota, so. No, now, just stop. Why is everybody makes this joke about Florida? Well, there's plenty of weird stars in other places. <laughs> not so, not come on, that's not fair. It's not fair at all. Yeah, well, uh. It just seems to be uh, a lot more. Yep. But it's, it is true, Lefty. This guy had a series of uh, acting out in his exactly. bizarre habits yeah. uh, elsewhere, not just in Florida. So right. Can't really blame Florida, Florida for no. him. But it, it appears almost as if the environment of Florida somehow uh, causes these bizarre uh-huh. stories to happen. And my theory is it's oh, somewhere within the vicinity of the Bermuda Triangle. Exactly. All the oh planes my God. and ships disappear, yeah. never to be seen or heard from oh, again. Yeah, they never so saw it that. It could be that whatever this strange area oh my is, God. it has some sort of impact on the psyches yeah. of uh, the Florida uh, residents and citizens. Yeah. Mm, could be. It's, it's just a thought. A stupid one. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You just keep thinking you know it all, Lefty, because you're the only one who thinks you do. Oh, for God's sakes, we're going to sit here and argue some stupid, be better, China theory? Oh, yeah? Just like your big hero, Don Lemon, said that Asian plane went through a black hole? Come on, man. Come on now. Stop that. Now, that's it. Just shut up. Yeah. 
Well, speaking of that, uh, there's a YouTube channel called Bedtime Stories that recently uh-huh. uh, they do videos on these weird and creepy stories Why? about things that probably didn't really happen. But there you go. Oh, See? man, are they cool. And so well, uh, they, uh, they did one on the, uh, the missing plane. Uh, for, uh, what it was it? MH three. I don't know. Like Come that. on, let's move uh, on. Let's know, move uh, on. The, the big mystery that uh, Don Lemon suspected went oh. into, black yep. into another universe. Oh, oh. stop! Well, anyway, so there you go. Uh, you can check that out on YouTube. Uh, oh, and I, I need to do a review of the latest episode of Project Blue. Oh, oh good, Lord. good. In other words, you're wasting the whole show. No, well, I just don't have enough time to do a full show, so we're gonna have to listen to. A night-night classic. Yeah, you'll get that, too. Oh, God. Hey, why don't we do that next? No! After this. Oh, damn it! You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Oh, Sammy Sue, what is this? Oh, Betty, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, I know. It's Wonder Rose. <laughs> That's right, girls. Whenever you hear that delightful sound, you know that it's the Wonderall's man with his super deluxe form-fitting vibrating crotch pantyhose designed to make you feel good. The surgeon general has determined that Wonderall's pantyhose can lead to severe swamp ass, causing rashes, hives, oozing boils, and may develop into foul, odorous button crotch rot. Men should never wear Wonderall's as spontaneous castration may result. So don't be a perfect like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do, and you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson, MR. N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Great displays of vanity, Night-Night. What's that you're wearing? Why, it's the Night-Night t-shirt, Bobo. Well, where'd you get that? Well, I got it at the Mr. Nelson store at zazzle.com. There you can find your Night-Night t-shirts and other products that Mr. Nelson provides. Huh. Look at this one. It shows you staring at the flying pig's butt. <laughs> Shut up, boo damn it. <sighs> anyway, folks, if you want your night-night t-shirt, head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and order your night-night shirt today. And now it's time for an old night-night classic. Here on RadioMisfits.com On a typical day in Cineopolis, we find ourselves in the psych ward of Pokehard Penitentiary, where we see the pink elephant playing cards with his fellow inmates. Damn, elephant, you win again! Well, I was born to win, you was born to lose. Now you know the rules. Drop your draws. Come on, elephant. It's time for your piss test. Well, what do you know? Saved by the fuzz. And in the men's room. Come on, elephant. We ain't got all day. Yeah, well, 
I can't go with you watching. But I gotta watch. Suit yourself. Suddenly, the pink elephant spins around and pisses directly into the eyes of the guard. Ah, my eyes, my eyes, burn! Then the pink elephant pulls several plastic baggies of chemicals from his ass, mixes them in his piss cup, and then... What the hell happened? The pink elephant, he... he got away! The next day, we find ourselves at City Hall in the office of Police Commissioner Wetwin as he meets with Night Night and Bubo. Did you think that the prison break of my most hated foe, the Pink Elephant, would escape my notice? I was hoping you had gotten alive, but I guess it's just not gonna happen. Nevertheless, we must expect a crime wave, the likes of which we haven't seen since the last crime wave. For despite the elephant's madness, he is a genius in the art of crime. Well, our patrols are actively searching his old haunts. We'll get him. Yes, but remember, the elephant, despite his insanity, is a genius in the criminal arts. Yeah, you said that already. <laughs> yes, but we must somehow adapt our minds to think like his sick, twisted brain. And I think I know how to achieve the answer. Boom! To the night phone! <laughs> you scared me when you suddenly yelled like that. Damn it, Boo! Don't puss out in front of the commissioner. It's embarrassing. It's too late to worry about embarrassment now, night night. Well, here's the phone. You gonna call Smedley? <laughs> Damn it, Boo! Yeah, uh, wet one. Can you go over here for a minute? What? Oh! Yeah, why'd you guess wet one night night? I had to douse him with nighty night amnesia gas because you exposed our secret identities, moron. What? I didn't. Oh wait, you mean when I said Smith? Don't say it again, you idiot! I. I don't remember anything. What? Night night. What? Who are you calling on the phone? One of your informants from the criminal underworld? No, Wetwin. I'm calling China Walk Delivery. It's going to be a long day trying to strategize about the pink elephant, and so I thought I should order some takeout. Well, it may take Night Night and the police a long time to ponder the pink elephant's next plot, but we can find out right now by visiting the elephant's new hideout somewhere in the old abandoned warehouse district. Damn, Bows. How was you able to get explosive chemicals into the joint? Simple. As part of my rehabilitation, I took in arts and crafts classes and was able to request certain components and solutions for creative expression. Them pussy-ass doctors fell for that hook, line, and seeker. But you know, my standard chemical concoctions was always hallucinogenic drugs and gases, but now I've developed a taste for bombs. So here's what we're gonna do. We's gonna threaten to bomb certain establishments in exchange for ransom. Yeah, cool. Good thinking, oh, boss. Yeah. yeah. Talking. Uh huh. Yeah, I heard that. 
But first, in order to ensure our threat has credibility, we're going to need to blow some shit up. Yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. And thus begins the reign of terror of the Pink Elephant Gang as they bomb random locations of Cityopolis. All right, boys, let's go. Hey, there's that liquor store that called the cops on me last year. Hey, liquor store, how you like me now? <laughs> hey, that's the titty bar that threw me out because I was stuffing Monopoly money in the G-Streams. Well, bitches, here's your tip. <laughs> What's this? Minute you go? Well, how about a hole in one? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing seems to stop them as one establishment after another falls victim to the pink elephant's reign of terror. Meanwhile, back at Wet One's office. Hey, what was that? Just some car backfiring. You got to finish that egg roll? No, I don't think that was a car backfiring. What else could it be? Now, about that egg roll. Commissioner, you better turn on the news. And so, if you're just joining us, it appears escaped criminal the pink elephant and his gang are right now randomly bombing buildings throughout the city. Damn it, Night Night. Why in God's name did I listen to you? While we were sitting here eating fried rice, the elephant was blowing up the city. I'm sick of you and your sick super underwear fantasy. It's getting people killed. Now get out, now! Come on, Bubo. You're giving in to the commissioner? No, Bubo. The pressure is obviously getting to him. Nobody in their right mind would ask me to leave, especially when my plan is coming together. Plan? What plan? It's simple, Bubo. Actively pursuing the elephant would have simply pressured him to continue hiding out of fear of me. But, seeming to ignore him, he felt free to unleash his evil, thereby exposing himself. And all those buildings and people that got hurt! How many times must I remind you, Bobo, that collateral damage is a necessary evil in the war on crime? Now, to the night cruiser! But suddenly, an explosion seemingly destroys the night cruiser in front of our stunned heroes! The cruiser exploded. <laughs> I got a piece of metal stuck in my butt, Night-Night. Well, 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 look who's here. Night-Nut and Butthole. Now get your sorry asses in my van. I haven't even started with you idiots. Suddenly, in a burst of speed born out of pure panic, Night-Night runs away and out of sight. <laughs> Hey, boss, the cops are coming. Ah, uh, shit. Let's see if we can catch up the night-night. And so, the elephant's van rushes off, pursued by several police vehicles. Meanwhile, Bupo climbs into the cruiser, which was not as damaged as first thought. Activating the emergency protocols, the cruiser drives off as well to return to the night's lair. However, with City Hall looking very empty, the pink elephant van returns. Managed to give them keystone pigs a slip. But, Bolt, why we come back here? Because there's something I want to check in the commissioner's office. And soon in said commissioner's office... What the hell? The big elephant? Shut up, Flatfoot. Now, let me see. Hmm. Yeah, here we go. The night-night phone. Yeah, ain't that supposed to be untraceable? Yeah, but I got some nasty videos of some asshole at the NSA, so he gonna help us out. Later, in the back alley of Club Night, 
Night Night quickly dispatches a taxi driver. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Move along, move along, nothing to see here. And soon, before Night Night, a false wall slides open to reveal the Night's lair. Hey, Night Night! Bubo, what? How'd you get here? The Night Cruiser brought me. And you just left me out there? You traitorous bastard! What? What the hell? Oh, man. The nuclear reactor of yours has shut down for some reason. I better climb down there and see what's what. No, Smedley, leave that to me. In the meantime, it looks like you need to sew up Bubo's ass again. And for good measure, no anesthetic. And do it upstairs, in the back room of Club Night. I don't need him bleeding all over the lair. Oh, man. And soon, in Club Night... Shut up, boy. Uh, what the fuck? We're closed. Oh, shit. It might be a delivery. I better go check it out. You stay here, boo-boo. I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh, shit. The Peak Elephant. Shut up, old thought. And so the Peak Elephant gang search Club Night and soon find themselves in the manager's office. Hmm. The phone was traced here, but I don't see no night night shit. Well, if nothing else, we can steal some of this shit and then blow this joint up. Hey, this bookcase is just a painting. What kind of idiot paints his wall to look like a bookcase? Well, this bust of Shakespeare might be what, oops. Ah, oh, man, you broke it. Wait a minute, there's a button under the neck. Suddenly, the wall of painted books slides away to reveal the night poles. Looks like they got some private stripper poles back here. Nah, fool. That shit leads down below. Hmm. There's something awfully familiar about all this. Soon, the pink elephant and his henchmen slide down the poles into the night's lair. On the way, the molecular costuming device instantly dresses them in night-night and boobo costumes. Hey, look at us! We're Night Night and Boobo! Yeah, well, this Night Night suit is too baggy for me. Take this damn shit off. So, at last, I found the Night's Lair. And since this is beneath Club Night, I must deduce that Night Night is really Lyle Richmond. Yeah, but where are Night Night and Boobo? Wait, you hear that? Sound like night nights down there. Smedley, that you? I'm gonna need a crescent wrench. Toss me one down here, will ya? Uh, show. Thanks, man. Hand me one of them damn bombs. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, good. Wait, what's this? Damn it, Smedley, I said crescent wrench. Oh, shit! He tossed it back up here! like a bomb went off up here. Wait, is that... It is! The Pink Elephant and his gang! Well, looks like I solved this case without breaking a sweat. 
no, 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 not so, <coughs> not so fast, night, night. I know you really lie, Richmond, and I'm going to blackmail you till your ass is broke. Well, a little nutty-night amnesia gas will take care of that. <coughs> I don't remember, yeah, I don't remember anything. anything. Now, all of you, put on blindfolds and get in the night cruiser. Yeah, screw that shit. Oh, uh, well, I guess I'll have to fight you all. And so, Night-Night dives into the gang, only to have his ass royally handed to him. Oh, where we got him, boys? Now pull that shitty mask off of him. Yeah! <laughs> Did you seriously think it would be that easy? Well, tell you what, Night-Night, I'm gonna let you pull your own mask off, because if you don't, I'm gonna pull the trigger on this here gun I got pointed at your balls. Oh, shit! And so, Night Knight does indeed remove his mask to reveal... Holy shit! It's been a Lyle Richmond! Well, now, I know, I know. You're gonna blackmail me until I'm broke. You catch on quick, Night Knight. Damn, I'm getting some serious deja voodoo here. Anyway, we need to take inventory of all this Night Knight equipment and shit. Because, as of now, it's all mine. Tie Night Todd and toss his ass into the corner. Night Night! Night Night! Night Night! Big here! Oh, shit! What the hell? Tie that old fight too. And soon the Pink Elephant Gang rummaged through the night's lair as Night Night and Smedley try to assess the situation. Damn it, Smedley. We're in it now. I told you to quit this shit, but you wouldn't listen. You can't possibly blame me for this. Well, who else? Well, if Bubo had. Wait! Bubo! We've got to contact him for help. My God. You mean to tell me our very lives are now in the hands of Bubo? I know. It's a scary thought. Truly, this is our darkest hour. Meanwhile, back upstairs in the back room of Club Night, Bubo is still on the table with his bare ass in the air. Hey, Smedley, hurry up and finish sewing up my butt. What? The alert signal. That means Night Night's in trouble. Must have been because of all them explosions and fighting I heard from the lair. Guess it's time for some boobo action. Hmm. Some dumbass left the night poles exposed. Well, I better slide down there and... Wait a minute. I can't do that with a bloody ass. I know. I'll go outside and get in through the secret door in the back alley. Meanwhile, back in the night's lair. All right, night night. Time for your close-up. These pictures will sure come in handy. Now come on, Night Night. Say cheese. Cheese. Uh, All right, boys. Go get the van and let's load up some of this shit. Uh, boss, here comes a van now. What? But who's driving it? Suddenly, the van does indeed come into the lair, driven by none other than Bubo. Bubo, upon trying to gain entry into the house, found the van in his way. So he sought to move said van, but put it in drive instead of reverse, sending the van into the lair at a rapid pace. So rapid, it smashes into the night cruiser, which then smashes into the storage locker of Night Night's many gas bombs. And as the smoke clears... Get your whiny ass over here and untie us. <laughs> What's going on? How come you and Smedley are all tied up? 
I don't remember anything. <laughs> it seems Bubo released a massive amount of nighty-night amnesia gas and was overcome by it. Yeah, looks like the regular nighty-night knockout gas took care of the elephant's gang, too. Yes, had mixed with the amnesia gas, their memory of my secrets are now lost. Fortunately, we're immune to my gases. Well, I thought Bubu was too. I suspect a concentrated blast of the gas may have affected him, along with the crash and his usual stupidity. Yeah, whatever. All I want to know is, is why my ass hurts. (laughs) 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 Thus ends another exciting night-night adventure. In a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Say, gang, why not help out the Mr. Nelson show by hopping on over to my Cellfi store at cellfi.com slash Nelson, where you can visit the Nelson Theater. Yes, there's plenty of my poor man mystery science theater of crappy old movies just for you. Full movies, $1.75, short films, 90 cents. It's like watching a movie with me. Such as Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers, Conquer the Universe, Chapter 2. Yes, in Chapter 2, Mean pouts and feels sorry for himself while Flash and his gang go hiking in the mountains. <laughs> what more do you want? Warning, due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. But it also includes inappropriate laugh tracks and cartoon sound effects along with my smart-ass commentary. So what are you waiting for? Head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's Nelson. N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. And you can find Flash Gordon along with all the other goodies for you. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. So, uh, ask and ye shall receive. <laughs> uh, so, uh, another episode of Project Blue Book, and this one was The Scoutmaster, uh, is the title of the show. And in the previous uh, review, and I think I've touched on this uh, throughout reviewing this series, was that I thought they should devote some amount of time to uh, UFO encounters that turned out not to actually have anything to do with aliens or whatnot uh, was either a mistake or an absolute hoax. And, uh, well, uh, in the tra- in the celebration of a lot of hoaxing going on these days, <laughs> uh, this episode did just that, where uh, some guys staged a UFO abduction of the Scoutmaster, and even to the point of claiming to have murdered an alien and had the physical evidence, a skull, an elongated skull. Oh, my goodness. But it turns out, no, it was the skull of a long-dead tribesman back in the days 
when they used to do this sort of thing where they would wrap the heads and a lot of different uh, tribes all over the world have, have uh, done this sort of thing of uh, uh, exaggerating the body and whatnot. And uh, it made the head elongated. So you see this skull and it's, oh man, it's really weird looking. And that looks alien. And uh, well, uh, the local tribesman immediately identifies it says, now, now whether or not this is how the original story happened, I don't know. But yes, there was this hoax uh, that the actual Project Blue Book went and investigated and said, nah, it's just a hoax. And so uh, that was pretty much the end of that. Uh, but as whether or not there was an actual skull involved in all this sort of thing, I don't know. But it, this is true that there were these tribes that did that sort of thing to the heads. And there's still people saying, well, yeah, but they did it to honor the aliens that they worshipped as gods and all that sort of stuff. Uh, what, but, uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of, a, I'm thinking back on the episode because he went, uh, Hynek goes into this cave and there's all these pictographs and it seemed to indicate that there was ancient drawings referring, uh, back to, uh, encounters with aliens that they referred to as the star people. And, um, I don't know if the show was suggesting that these guys had even hoaxed that, but, Part of the problem for the purpose of the storyline, which is, has nothing to do with the actual history of Project Blue Book, <laughs> uh, but within their X-Files uh, narrative, Hynek keeps seeing this uh, triangle pattern with the circles and everything that uh, he unwittingly caused a man to commit suicide upon seeing it because it activated his self-destruct <laughs> orders or <laughs> whatever. Uh, but he keeps seeing it. And once again, there it was in this cave, which you would think would really throw him for a loop, but he still pursued the case and debunked it. It also introduced the common uh, story that a lot of uh, UFO people uh, always laugh at and in some cases get really irritated by was that, no, no, what you saw was swamp gas. <laughs> swamp gas and they were going on about the swamp really stinks and a lot of people don't want to go out there but that it, the potential for swamp gas to ignite and uh especially in the dark you would you know cause this uh sudden blast of light and possibly burn stuff and all that and they say ah that doesn't really explain uh all the fires and whatnot that where this supposed uh, uh alien encounter took place while these uh scouts were camping and and all that but so, uh, yeah, it was a hoax and that was that. The, the other part of the story is, uh, Cold War intrigue, which continues where, uh, it was a somewhat little clever thing. I mean, it became kind of obvious, but, uh, Quinn was asked to interrogate the guy they had captured in the last episode, who is a communist sympathizer. And so he does, and it gets really brutal and they're sort of playing this, a chess-like game with one another uh, to the point, but Quinn uh, stabs the man in the hand. <laughs> and and now really at that point, I think the guy would have broke from it. But uh, then he kind of does a, a one-sided Russian roulette where only uh, uh, Quinn holds the gun and points it at the other guy. If he doesn't answer the question right, he pulls the trigger and, gee, I hope, it, hope the bullet does, isn't in the chamber. <laughs> so finally the guy says, all right, that's it. The guy's trying to kill me. You didn't say he tried to kill me. And, oh, it turns out that the interrogation was really about Quinn. And his superior officer was trying to make sure that he was on the up and up and still loyal to him and a, a true soldier. And uh, so Quinn's all upset and he's mad, you know, at first, but then he realizes what they had to do. And it's even to the point where they made him kind of have suspicions about Hynek, uh within the story. But uh, 
they the, the guy the, the the communist uh sympathizer they turned and now he's a double agent and so they made use of him here to try to draw him out but i hey he didn't intend to have his hand uh stabbed <laughs> and i think at that point he would have screamed all right i'm out i'm out but but no <laughs> uh no he didn't uh <laughs> he had to almost shoot him i just ah come on he would have uh given it up at that point but so here i am in this uh strange quandary where i said the, the atmospherics is good for the series but another uh but the, but the other problem is that a lot of that is mimic mimicking uh, x-files which I, I i'm of the opinion that's not entirely a good idea to do a series like X-Files, which uh, has already come and gone and uh, has such a following. And even though it's been a while, uh, it's still kind of like, eh, you're just doing X-Files in the 50s or whatever, you know, and eh, I don't know. So, but it, all in all, for the purposes of the series, it's a good episode. The last two episodes have actually been kind of good. So maybe it's growing into its own. And, uh, boy, when I'm complaining about, uh, hey, why don't you do a story that isn't alien related, that it, it turns out to be nothing. Uh, and then they give me one. <laughs> so, so, uh, well, I gotta, gotta give them one there. Uh, but so I, so I'm, it, this probably would have been maybe a three and a half or a four star thing. Cause I said, well, I, I enjoyed the show. Uh, there's still a lot of problems with the series overall, but that's another matter. Uh, here is just for the episode. And of course, it gets an extra star to make it a full five <laughs> out of five. Uh, because boy, it's almost as if they were listening to me. Maybe they were, you know, the aliens know. <laughs> I said, okay, smart ass. We'll do an episode like that. But no, I don't think they shot this in one week. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Project Blue Book, uh, the Scoutmaster, uh, a good episode. In a somewhat troubled series, and I'm kind of like, I don't know what to do with it. But a decision's already been made. It's been ordered to another season, so there'll be another season of this, regardless of where this one ends. So there you go, Project Blue Book. And uh, we'll touch on that again soon. So anyway, there you go. That's your Nelson show for this Wednesday. We'll do it again Saturday. Uh, as for the cruise... <sighs> I'm having second thoughts about that one. It's a project I've worked on for quite some time. It was meant to be a, uh, a comics, uh, like a web comic series. And then I did 30 versions of it <laughs> because OCD, you know, and then I just kind of forced myself at, at the turn at New Year's to say, you got to do something. And so I put it together. I'm not sure it's working as an audio series, especially. Uh, for it is one thing when I do these uh, parodies of Batman and Star Trek and all that, but when it's this th story that it, it there's humor in it, yes, but it's also this serious kind of horror story, and uh, it needs an actual cast rather than just me. So uh, look, if someone tweets me, you heard this show and you say you like it, um, okay, I'll keep going, but I'm not sure that I'm going to do another one. I'm uh. I haven't made a final decision, but I'm thinking, yeah, we'll shelve this and uh, try again maybe later. Um, uh, it's like a it's like a, a season of a show that didn't work out. It didn't get the ratings and it's been canceled. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so anyway, uh, thank you for uh, listening and we'll do it again next time. Bye bye. <laughs> 
views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.